Welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Running Bases Pod. Joining us today, we have special guest, NFL expert, Ethan Frenda. What's going on, Jack? Thanks for having me today. No problem. Um, so today, in all NFL episode, we'll be talking about the NFL headlines, um, some major injury stuff going on, and then we'll make some picks for this upcoming Week 9, uh, these matchups. So let's get it started. All right, sounds good. All right, so um, big injury headlines. Um, one notable one from last week: Kirk Cousins out for the year. Uh, what do you think? How does that impact the future of the Vikings? I mean, the Vikings have been like dealing with injuries all year. Uh, the Justin Jefferson one's the most notable one. Was having a standout season like always, but unfortunate hamstring injury. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I mean, he, in my honest opinion, he was playing like a top five quarterback for the past couple of weeks. And now to see him like just injured is really devastating. And now Jordan Addison was also starting to do very well. So are all the Vikings receivers. I mean, the Vikings were actually having a really good season, but I mean, it's just unfortunate. I mean, it's what injuries do. Um, I, I don't know if they were playing on turf. But, I mean, turf could be the cause for these injuries. Yep, absolutely. Um, as you mentioned, Jordan Addison, he's been having a great season. Uh, after Jefferson got hurt, he got more targets. Uh, but then unfortunate for Kirk Cousins. Um, what do you think about their quarterback situation in the future? Because Kirk Cousins, he's a veteran. Uh, he may not continue with his team. What do you think will happen there? Well, they just traded for Joshua Dobbs which I kind of like the move. What I would do is they have uh, BYU quarterback Jaron Hall, and I think I believe he is starting this week. I would give him the week if he doesn't, like, do anything outstanding, has, like, a normal game, that I would say go with Dobbs. It's just, like, it's probably going to be a fight for quarterback for the rest of the year between those two. And it's just really whoever steps up, but I don't see anything crazy happening. I see them missing the playoffs now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like they're on the right wave up. Um, they struggled the first couple games, but they got it together. And then Jefferson injured, Kirk Cousins injured. There goes their season, I think. Yeah, last team. I don't. I think their record was like eleven wins or something like that. And yeah, they were good last year. First, first round loss to the Giants, which I would consider as an upset, but. I feel like they're on pace. Like they start off slow, but they're on pace for that again. But it does not uh, yeah. look like that anymore. And speaking of the Giants, um, let's transition there. What do you think about their whole situation this year? Because they were very good last year. This year, they just seem to not be able to put anything together. I mean, it looks like you're watching a flag football elementary game. Like it just does not look like the same team. I don't know whether it's the game that started off the year that I actually went to and saw in person. It was probably the worst display of football I've seen by a team in a very long time. And I didn't think it would get outdone until the past week versus the Jets, where they were, where Tommy DeVito had to come in after the Tyrod Taylor injury. Hope he gets better soon. Uh, but he, 
Although he did have a rushing touchdown, which is great for him, the Giants totaled negative nine net passing yards, which I think that might be a low all time. And them and the Jets also combined for 24 punts, which is, I believe, an NFL record. Yeah, it is. I actually saw that. That's insane. They just don't – I don't know what the issue is. I think – I want to say the O-line, but then I want to say the quarterback, which now it's looking like the Daniel Jones deal. You should have given the money to Saquon because he he rushed for like 130 yards last week while Daniel Jones is sitting on the bench with his second injury to his neck. Uh, yeah, I think Daniel Jones wasn't worth the money. They should have gone out and signed someone in free agency or traded for someone. Yeah. I don't know who that would have been. Maybe you could have gotten, like, a Baker Mayfield or something, which I think still would have been a better option than Daniel Jones, and you could have invested that money into Saquon, which would have been better for the franchise. I mean, I don't think Daniel Jones is the worst option. I feel Evan Neal has probably been the biggest disappointment of this Giants team over the past five years, and that's saying something. Kayvon Thibodeau, on the other hand, looks great. So does Dexter Lawrence. The defense actually is solid. I mean, Adoree Jackson isn't playing well, but besides that, I feel like everyone's playing good. Deontay Banks, probably top three corner from the draft class so far behind Devon Witherspoon and maybe Christian Gonzalez. But, yeah, the defense looks good. It's just the offense. I mean, I don't really know what you do in that scenario because you paid them all this money. But I would like to see them maybe go after Drake May in the draft, but it's just the whole contract thing is going to be hard for them to deal with. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And also, the cr- just to um, move on, their cross-town, r- cross-town rivals, the Jets, also struggling. Do you think if Aaron Rodgers did not get hurt, they would have a good season, or is it not totally the quarterback's fault in Zach Wilson? I think Zach Wilson has improved. But the difference from Zach Wilson to Aaron Rodgers is like an elementary uh, school quarterback versus the high school varsity quarterback. I mean, there's just a huge difference. I don't know if I see them winning their division, which is probably the best division of football right now with, the Bills and the Dolphins just being two outstanding teams. The Patriots have them great, but the Jets are like, with Aaron Rodgers, they could be hanging in with those top two teams. Uh, I've seen the reports that he could come back this season, which is crazy. Uh, but, yeah, I think they definitely would have done better with him. And it was kind of like the Giants where they got blown out in their first game. It just – set off their whole momentum of what they might have been able to do. Uh, yeah, I mean, well said. Um, I I think Zach Wilson, when you compare him this year to last year, is a lot better. And I think all that credit should go to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, 100%. Uh, like, you could see even, like, during training camp, he was, like, helping him out, giving him tips, um, teaching him how to read defense and stuff like that. Yeah, he just needs confidence. He's he, the talent's there. We've seen it uh, in college, in the combine. We've seen it, but it just hasn't translated. Except for that one Chiefs game, I think that was he outplayed Patrick Mahomes that game. I fully agree, and I think just the quality of the Chiefs team, like the rest of it, versus the Jets, that's what gave them the win. But yeah.
Honestly, Zach Wilson, that was the best I've ever seen him play. Yeah, he looked he looked like a capable quarterback. And if I'm them, I don't think any team in the league should be starting Zach Wilson. I think he's a capable backup, though. Yeah, I agree. And I think that was originally the plan when they brought Aaron Rodgers over. I mean, obviously, like, he yeah, be the backup, but... Robert's it's a solid option at backup, and I think it's the best option the Jets have right now. Yeah, Robert Sala seems to be high on him, which I yeah. don't I, – I guess I can see why, but, I mean, I see him just as the rest of his career as a backup quarterback that will just be needing scenarios that maybe, like – he'll be used like a Joshua Dobbs. Like, when a team needs it, he'll be traded to them yep. maybe. Yeah, I agree. Um – also, moving down to Miami, staying in that division, what do you think about their team's performance right now? Because it seems similar to last year, but then everything sort of started to collapse when Tua got hurt and stuff. Um, do you see the same kind of team in them? I think they've improved, but I haven't seen them be a like a good team. Like, they've been subpar teams, but they haven't beat anyone great. I mean... They've lost. They lost to the Bills in a bit of an embarrassing fashion. But then, like the week before that, they beat the Broncos seventy to twenty. So, like, I think the offense really carries them. I mean, now they have Jalen Ramsey back, which will definitely help them. But I believe, due to the Bills just seemingly never being able to lose to the Dolphins, I think the Bills win the division, but Miami will be in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, the defense just has struggled a little. Like, even in their 70-20 point win against the Broncos, you're still giving up a team, like, 20 points to a team that's, that was losing by, like, that much. I mean, like, I guess it's a bad example, but in that situation that the Dolphins are in right now, you gotta maybe just get like one more P. I guess the trade deadline's over, but yeah. I mean, if they don't get somewhere this season in the off season, get like that one more big piece on the defense that could really help them out and uh, push them to winning the division, Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, like I mean, teams thrive off the offense doing good. The defense will thrive. Like the defense, defense thrives. The offense thrives. But like with this team, it seems like. Seemingly, when the offense thrives, the defense is kind of just normal. It doesn't seem to either do worse or bad. Yeah, it's almost like the defense is relying on the offense to do well. Yeah. I mean, but they do every single week. I mean, Tyreek Hill on pace for 2,000 yards. Jalen Waddle coming back from injury, looking very good. Who could be a wide receiver one on pretty much any other team? Uh, yeah, Tyreek Hill is definitely in the MVP um, category, I guess you could say. Uh, who are your frontrunners for MVP right now? Um, I would say Tua is definitely up there. Uh, Mahomes is always going to be up there. I mean, he's dealing, he barely has any targets besides Kelsey and still somehow makes it work, which is just crazy. Um, yeah. I say you put Christian McCaffrey up there. I mean, like, what is it now? 17 games with a touchdown every single game? I mean, like, when was the last time someone did that? 
the, I, don't, I think it's the record. Yeah, I think he's tied for the record, looking for the record this week. Oh, wait, did they play this week? I don't think they played this week. No, they have a bye this week. Yeah, so. The next week. Next but, week, uh, looking to break that record. Here's my thing with Tua. Yes, he's a great quarterback, but I think that what's made him so successful this season and even last season is his receiving core. Yeah, like, I mean, if you like, if you were to exchange him and Mahomes in the situation right now, Mahomes would be doing ten times better what Tua would be doing on the Chiefs. Well, yeah, if so you when you see those reverse role, like right now with like Tua on the Dolphins, I'd say they're the Tua's slightly ahead. Um, but. I think to a, a lot of his, a lot of his credit should go to the receivers. Well, you you could put Patrick Mahomes on pretty much any other team, and he would thrive probably better than he's doing on the Chiefs, which is like crazy to say. Like I can't even imagine him being on the Dolphins. I don't think they could probably go seventeen and zero like they did in like, like the seventies or whatever. Yes, whenever so. they did that. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, also briefly, just a. To- bring up I know you don't want to talk too much about it but what's your opinion on the whole Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift situation I say it's I would say it's great for the revenue but they just gotta stop showing her I mean they gotta listen to the fans show her once a game cool we know that she's there you don't need like Isaiah Pacheco scores a touchdown I mean he's on the same team as Travis Kelsey but he's not Travis Kelsey and they still show her more than they show him who just scored the touchdown uh yeah I mean, I mean, like, yeah. I feel like it's great for the NFL, but she's almost getting too much attention. I mean, then you bring in, like, Patrick Mahomes' wife and Jackson Mahomes, and no one, no one seems to like those guys. And you're just, like, asking for, like, a disaster to happen with, like, the fans. Oh, like, imagine if they broke up. Yeah. Like, in these next couple weeks. Yeah, it's just not- – it's just like the straight backlash that would go towards Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I know he. it seems like he's doing better when she's there, but, like, I don't mind her being at the games. Just don't try to show her that much. It's just no one wants to really, like, no one cares that much, you know? Yeah, like, maybe show her, like, once during the game, but they're showing it every time. He makes, like, a catch. Yeah, I think – I. I I kind of feel bad for her because like I feel like she she probably wants a break because she's on tour right now and she's just trying to live her life kind of. Oh yeah, I mean, she's probably one of the more famous people, maybe not the world, but definitely in North America. Yeah. And to like to mash those two cultures, kind of, the sports world with the pop music world. I mean, that's bananas. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we could see more of that. I mean, we always see at the halftime for the Super Bowl, but maybe more people more people will be like, oh, maybe I should try to get into this because I see the success she's having. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, trying to think. Do you have any more headlines you want to bring up, anything you want to talk about? Um, I guess we could talk about the trade deadline. Oh, yeah, trade deadline. What do you think about the Chase Young move to the 49ers? I mean, for the 49ers, that's an absolutely great move by them. Only giving up a third. I mean, 
when if you see Nick Bosa and Chase Young lining up on former Ohio State uh, D linemen together, I mean, you must be scared out there. I mean, you do not want to face up against those two, combined with like all those uh, like Fred Warner out there. I mean, I don't even know who else. It's just too stacked. It was almost unfair. Yeah, I mean, those are two amazing players. I don't think Chase Young has quite been able to show what he's worth yet. Yeah, the injuries. The injuries. A little bit of a slow start to his career. But you could see at Ohio State, he's an amazing player. What was, he, was he number one overall or number two in the draft? Definitely wasn't one. I think he was top five. It was something like that. Because he went really high in the draft to the commanders. I mean, he's a great player. Um, and to be honest, it's a great move for the 49ers because they really didn't give up much for that top pick. Yeah, they want um, they want that Super Bowl now. Yeah, They're absolutely. Like, Let's not wait a year. I mean, Brock Purdy uh, starting to slow down now. Was, I would say, like, earlier on in the season, MVP conversation with only him and C.J. Stratt having no interceptions through, like, the first, like, five weeks or something like that. He was um, selected second overall in the 2020 draft. Yeah. I mean, and now the commanders gave up Montez Sweat to the Bears. The commanders, commanders are in full sell mode. Full rebuild mode. Um, gotta get rid. Of, I would have got rid of Terry McLaurin too, if you're really that far in. I mean, Sam <laughs> Sam Howell has looked good, honestly. The O line's trying to get that guy injured, though. They just seemingly don't block at all. But yeah, that's a solid point. And that goes for a couple quarterbacks around the league, including um, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, no, I mean he no did. He did get injured without like getting tackled. He, I think it popped before he got tackled, but yeah. Still, but, I mean, you either have a. It seems right now you either have a good O line or you have a terrible O line. There's nothing in between. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what other moves went down in the deadline. We have Dobbs to the Vikings, Chase Young, Montez Sweat. Uh, I think. Well, the Giants gave up Leonard Williams to the Seahawks. Oh, I thought that was a really interesting one. I I think the Giants worth that much. No, that's why I think the Giants won by a slight bit. Like, I I think it is a great trade for both sides. The Seahawks needed an interior D lineman, and they got it. The Giants somehow got a second rounder out of that, which is already enough. But you add on the fifth rounder. I mean. We've seen what teams can do with fifth rounders. I mean, Puka Nakua had an outstanding season as a fifth rounder. So I believe the Giants won that trade. But again, the Seahawks also great for them. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was a trade-off. And also, um, Donovan Peoples-Jones to the Lions, I believe. I think, yeah, he's. A, I think he's a great receiver. I think that's a very good move for the Lions on it. I think Marvin Jones Jr. has retired for family matters, which I hope that his family does well in the future. But uh, I think that's a great addition to this team that has already a stacked offense. 
yeah. Uh, and also, shout out Jerry Goff. Amazing <laughs> season so far. Yeah. I He could honestly be a f- front runner for MVP, too. I, I don't think he's there yet, but if he keeps this up, maybe he will. I think it really depends on how well the Lions end up doing this season. Yeah, I mean, they're doing really well, but then they have that big loss to the Ravens. Yeah, not great, but everyone has a bad game, you know? Yeah, that's true. And they bounce back the next week, even though it was, I believe, who'd they face? I forget. Um, don't know. I know, I just know they won, which is good for them. But yeah, I think the Lions, they were riding a high. And now they hit a low. They already hit their low. And now they're on the coming back up. Still, like, I believe six and two, five and two, something like that. Yeah, there's something like that, which, which is good. Yeah. It's good. I mean, the Lions were considered like, the garbage team in the NFL, like, almost like two years ago. Now you're like, oh, yeah, this, team, think- this team has a chance, maybe has a chance to win the Super Bowl. I think the, the turning point kind of was drafting. Um, Oh, the the lineman. Oh, Aiden Hutchinson? Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson and getting Jerry Goff from the Rams. Yeah, I mean, that will go down as one of those even trades of all time. The Rams, although they're not as good as their 2021 selves, they got their Super Bowl with Stafford, while the Lions got Jerry Goff and they're now starting to thrive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, yeah, I think overall pretty good trade deadline. Um, I mean, it doesn't match last year's, but people are disappointed because of that. But, like, you can only expect that kind of trade line to happen once every, like, five years. Yeah. I mean, sure, Devontae Adams, they said – I feel bad for him. They said they're not trading him. Now they, like, cut their coach, cut their uh, GM, yeah. bench Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, the Packers, I think it would have been beneficial for both Adams and the Packers if they didn't make that trade. Yeah, I feel – I feel like Devontae Adams should have put the money aside and just, like, tried to go to, like, a team because he wouldn't be in the situation right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then, obviously, last year's the big move in the deadline. He's doing really well this year, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. With the 40s. Best running back in the league. Uh, And, honestly, I'm a little surprised – on the 49ers' performance this past couple of weeks because they seem like an unstoppable team. And then they go into these places like the Browns and they kind of get beat up. Like, I don't know if it's maybe Brock Purdy isn't. I mean, they have uh, Trent Williams out. I feel like Trent Williams really puts that offense together, his presence on the O-line. And Debo Samuel seemingly always having an injury does not help. I mean, Brandon Ayuk, I would consider the wide receiver one now anyway. But I mean, I don't. I get. I think they'll have next week. The Niners will come back, all fired up after these three hard losses, and just take off. Yeah. All right. Um. Got anything else to say? I mean, I'm I'm good. All right. Um. So that'll be about it. For the headlines, the NFL headlines, let's head into making our picks for week nine. All right, Ethan. Week nine, starting off in Germany, we have the Chiefs and the Dolphins. 
Um, so this game, the Chiefs are favored by one and a half points. Um, Should be high scoring. I mean, one of the best offenses in the league. Chiefs, one of the best all-around teams. Got to wake up at 9.30 here on the East Coast to watch that game. But I feel like everyone will because it's just such a great matchup. I would say the Chiefs pull away with this one, 38-31. Just a shootout by both teams. Interesting. I had the same exact score, except I favored the Dolphins. It could go either way. I feel like Miami. Absolutely. Chiefs just lost to the Broncos. They got to be fed up. They're going to take all their energy out or anger out on the the Dolphins this game. And the Dolphins haven't really beat any substantial teams yet. I think they'll be in that game, but the Chiefs just will to make up for that terrible loss to the Broncos. We'll give them the win. I think the key um, component to this game is the Chiefs' defense. Yeah. Because they if they're able to stop the Miami offense somewhat, I think the Chiefs will have a pretty decent chance to win. However, I just see the Miami offense, I think it's better than the Chiefs' offense. Yeah. And when you look at the defenses, I mean, I'd say they're pretty even. Maybe give a slight edge to the Chiefs, but I think – the Miami offense will be too much, and the Dolphins are get the win. All right. Um, up next, Seattle Seahawks against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the Ravens are favored by six points here. Who do you got in this one? I'm actually going to take the Seahawks on this one. The Ravens have looked like a great team over these past couple weeks. I mean, they look like top five, top three teams. But every team eventually just loses to another good team. And Seattle, again, another good team, top 10 for sure. Uh, I think Seattle's defense slows down Lamar Jackson with their new addition of Leonard Williams and Devon Witherspoon, Tariq Woolen. I mean, the, the Ravens receivers aren't anything special. I mean, Odell is not seemingly getting what he wants. Mark Andrews seemingly the only – capable person. I mean, Zay Flowers is doing good as well, but I feel like they just get, the defense is too much for Baltimore, and Seattle offense thrives against it. Also very good Baltimore defense, but I say final score is Seattle 27, Baltimore 23. You're really, we're really thinking together on these scores here. I have the Ravens winning 27-24. Yeah, I was thinking um, 24, but, I mean, that, it's not a huge difference. Yeah, that, that was weird. Um, but anyway, I think Lamar Jackson is just going to zoom right through this defense. I think the Seahawks are good. They'll get a couple turnovers in there and make it close. But I think the the combination of the Ravens' offense and defense is going to be a little too much for the Seahawks. It could go either way. Again, like the Miami-Kansas City game, it, yeah. it could really go either way. Most likely both one-possession games coming down to the wire of whose defense really steps up. Yeah. Uh, up next, I think Matt, one of the teams in this next matchup or one of the more underrated teams in the league is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Houston Texans. Texans are favored by two and a half points. 
Who do you got in this one, Ethan? I, I although Houston did lose to the Panthers, is which is pretty much as low of a loss as you can get. It was only a field goal, and Houston just had a bit of an off week. But Tampa Bay hasn't looked the same since the beginning of the season. I got Houston twenty-one to thirteen. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. I also have Houston winning. Um, I'm going to say, like, 17-10. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be something like that. Uh, but I think CJ Stroud's been pretty good so far. He's been one of the best. I think probably the best rookie QB. Oh, that yeah. came out of last year's draft. I mean, it doesn't mm. really look close, but now Anthony Richardson got injured. I mean, there's... Yeah. Bryce there's, Young has been good. Yeah, I mean, that isn't really his fault, but C.J. Stroud just seemingly is miles ahead of every other quarterback in this draft class. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I got Houston 17-10. to 10. Uh, Up next, uh, battle of two not-great teams, um, the Cardinals against the Browns. The Browns are favored, actually, by 11.5 points. Um, Ethan, who do you got in this one? I think the Browns actually – are a decent team. I don't think they're a bad team. But I think it's pretty obvious who I'm going to choose here. I'm going to go Cleveland. Arizona actually looked like a football team, which I was not expecting for the first couple weeks. Almost beating the Giants, beating the Cowboys. But, yeah, I think Cleveland pulls away with this one. Uh, But I think Arizona keeps it themselves in it a bit. I'll go 24 16 in favor of Cleveland. Uh, yeah, actually, now I think about it, the Cleveland's all right. Um, I just don't see them as like any like playoff contenders or anything. Um, so I'm gonna take Cleveland this one. Uh, so I don't think uh, the Cardinals are gonna keep it close. They just traded away their quarterback who's like been doing like decent, um, these past couple weeks. Yeah, is Kyle Murray is he coming back this week? It's next week, but next week. I okay. think, I think Arizona. This guy, this backup. I don't. I'm sorry, but I don't know his name. But I think he'll be fired up because he knows it's either Kyler Murray or him, and he knows it's gonna be Kyler Murray. But he wants to just like show out this game. Yeah, I still got the. Brands. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't think it'll be close. I'm gonna go twenty-seven. 14. Uh, up next, we have my favorite team. We got the Rams versus the Packers. Uh, uh, Packers favored by three points here. Who do you got in this one? I think the Rams' offense is just too much for the Packers. The Packers haven't looked like the same team that we all know. I mean, I think the Rams' receivers, that receiver duo could maybe possibly be the new best receiving duo in the league. It. You can call them system receivers or whatever, but, I mean, seemingly no one can guard. If they're guarding one, they can't guard the other with Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. I I think the Rams take this one away. I don't – I can see Green Bay, Green Bay being in it, but I think the Rams are just going to be too much. I got the Rams winning 28-18. to 18. Uh, I disagree. I'm going Packers. Uh, I think Jair Alexander can lock up Cooper Cup. 
we got a couple other nice um, cornerbacks and safeties. We lost Rasul Douglas. What did you say? You lost Rasul Douglas to the Bills, so who's going to guard Puka? But I don't. He wasn't. He was probably maybe our third best corner. Um, and I think Jordan Love can pull it together. I think he struggled the past couple weeks. However, I think he'll get it together in this game. Packers win 21-20. Mm-hmm. It'll be a real close one. Um, up next, a battle of another not great teams. Um, the Chicago Bears against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, who do you got in this one, Ethan? By the way, Saints are favored by eight and a half points. Yeah. I mean, the Saints, they have the easiest schedule in the league by far. By no means are they a great team. Be given their credit, they are doing very well. And I see that continuing against the Bears this game. I mean, have the Bears really done anything right this season besides their win over Washington? Not really. I don't – by no means I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. And I think – but I think the Saints win by a decent amount. I got the Saints winning 21-13. Uh yeah, I th- I think Derek Carr's been decent. Um, the Bears have stunk. I mean that brutal game against the Broncos, not too good for them. I got the Saints winning twenty one fourteen. Um, up next, Commanders Patriots. Patriots favored by two and a half points. Ethan, who you got? I mean, this is one of those games where you can, like, go to bed and wake up and the score will still be 0-0, like, at, by half. But, yeah, I mean, we got to choose a winner in this one. I think Washington losing the key defense is going to pretty much, like, beat themselves. I think New England has the slight uh, advantage here. I did not think – I thought they were the worst team in football at one point. But seemingly after beating the Bills, they seem a bit better. So I'll give them the winner here over Washington, who have not looked that great. I have New England winning 17-10. to 10. I'm going to give the edge to the Commanders. Um, I think the Patriots' offense has been struggling. They got the win last week against the Bills. I don't think it was t- – I think it was a bit lucky. I think the Bills weren't doing great that day. Uh, and the Commanders, yes, they lost a bunch of components on their defense, but their offense is still all right uh, with McLaurin as their wide receiver one. Um, they got decent running back in Brian Robinson. Not great, but okay. Uh, I'm going to say Commanders. We got another low-scoring game, like 14-10 maybe. Yeah. I, I – it's not. It's going to be a really low scoring game, but it'll be close just because it's low scoring. But I yeah. think, I just think New England will win just because you know. Yeah. Um. Next game we have the Vikings Falcons Falcons favored by three and a half points. Ethan, who you got? I think that loss of Kirk Cousins really hurts his team. Jordan Addison has got to deal with. Jaron Hall, which I do have hopes for in this scenario, but I still think Taylor Heineke is now starting, and it seems like whenever Taylor Heineke comes in, teams do slightly better, and this Minnesota team just got to be feeling down on themselves. I think Atlanta will win this one 
24 to 17. Uh, yeah, I think Falcons have looked pretty good. Um, oh, obviously yeah. Obviously not playoff contender, but I think they've looked all right. Um, Vikings with the loss of Kirk Cousins. I don't see them doing well in this game. I have the Falcons winning 24 to 20. Yeah. Uh, up next, Colts, Panthers. Battle of two quarterbacks in the NFL draft that didn't really work out. Obviously, I guess Anthony Richardson will be playing. Um, and then Bryce Young. The Colts are favored by two and a half. Who do you got in this one, Ethan? I think the Colts are one of the most underrated teams in the league. By no means are they a great team, but they are sneaky. I mean, when Anthony Richardson comes back, that's going to be great. Gardner Minshew is a t- probably the best backup in the league. I mean, that's a great decision to pick him in case Anthony Richardson just didn't do well or got injured. Uh, I think Michael Pittman is an underrated receiver. Uh, Jonathan Taylor comes off injury, splitting shares with Zach Moss, who's looked pretty good. Josh Downs is quickly rising up as one of the best rookie receivers. And I think that just beats Carolina, whose only weapon really is Adam Thielen, who's having one of the best seasons of his career at such an old age. Uh, But I think – I actually think this game will be close – Slightly high scoring. I'll give the Colts 28 to 24 over Carolina. I agree. I think the Colts will do well. I don't think it'll be that much of a high scoring game. Um, I'm thinking, I mean, not by much. Um, But the Colts have been, yeah, I would agree. I think the Colts and the Texans are probably the two most underrated teams in the NFL right now. Uh, or, like, at least under the radar. I mean, no one's really paying attention to them. I have the Colts winning 24-21. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, your New York Giants facing off against the Vegas Raiders. Um, the Raiders are favored by two points here. Who do you got? I mean, this game could literally end 0-0. Uh... Daniel Jones will be back, which I believe will help the Giants. Not by much, but I think it will help them. Uh, I say they're just going to feed Saquon again. I I really want the Giants to get Jalen Hyatt involved. I think he's looked very great. He just hasn't had his moment to shine yet. Uh, I think this could be the game he gets his first touchdown. And that puts the Giants in a more positive mood. Helping them win, I would say sixteen to ten, with Vegas. Vegas just seems. I mean, they just fired seemingly everyone. Bench their starting quarterback. Uh, I mean, if Devontae Adams doesn't get like over a catch this game, he might actually just lose it and just never play for them again. But yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if the game ended like three to three, with like double overtime or something like crazy like that. But I think, yeah, the. I think the Giants have a slight edge here considering Daniel Jones is coming back. Uh, I agree. Um, I think Saquon will do well. Daniel Jones, a little bit of an improvement from Tyrod Taylor and whoever else, Tommy DeVito. Yeah. And the Raiders look awful. I really feel bad for Devontae Adams. He should have stuck with us in Green Bay. Um, 
I'll take the Giants here, like, 14-9 or something like that. I don't even think the Raiders are going to get a touchdown. Yeah, I could totally see that happening. Uh, next, a big game. Uh, I think the game of the week. We got the Cowboys against the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm surprised the Eagles aren't favored more in this game. They're favored by three points. Uh, who do you got in this one, Ethan? I mean, Dallas has already been beat by the Niners pretty handily last. And I feel like Dallas always says it's their year. I mean, as a Giants fan, I feel like I can't talk anymore after that 40-0 game. But I think Philadelphia just has all the pieces ahead of Dallas just by a bit. Uh, after that monster CD Lamb game, Tony Pollard hasn't looked as great. But I think Philadelphia does win this one. But I think Dallas, unlike the Niners game, will keep it close. But I'll get Philadelphia 31-24. Um, I think the Cowboys' defense is all right. But the Eagles' team is too much for them, like offense and defense. Um, the Cowboys' offense isn't great. Prescott hasn't been very good. I'm taking the Eagles in this one. By a wide margin, I'm going to go 38-21. Up next, the Sunday night football game. DeMar Hamlin returning to Cincinnati after his incident last year. We have the Bills versus the Bengals. Um, Bengals favored by two and a half points here. I find that interesting. Who do you got in this one? I would happen to agree with that. It seems like Buffalo does not have Cincinnati's number. But Cincinnati's Buffalo's number. After last uh, year's playoff game, the Bills are always like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna get back." They tried to get against the Chiefs, they couldn't do it, and I feel like this case will be the same against Cincinnati. But this will be, I believe, this will be a shootout between two very good teams. I think those three great receivers combined for both teams. Stephon Diggs has a great day. Jamar Chase does. T. Higgins finally bouncing back. Uh. Great to see DeMar Hamlin back. Hopefully it doesn't give him flashbacks, but, you know, I think this has been, like, a great story for him, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got Cincinnati winning. Hmm. Cincinnati wins 35-28. to 28. Interesting. Um, I think the Bills win. Um. Cincinnati's had a good couple of weeks, but if Josh Allen's right, he's right. I mean, they can he can be really dangerous as long as he doesn't turn it over too much, and I think that's a big key in the game. Uh, as long as the Bills don't turn it over too much, I think they'll be fine. Uh, so I'm going to take the Bills to win 28-20. All right, last game that we're picking, Monday Night Football, Jets. Chargers, Chargers favored by three and a half. Who do you got? I mean, Zach Wilson on primetime seemingly like can't disappoint somehow. I mean, like, I feel like I would, those words would never come out of my mouth. But I think the Chargers will do it. I think they, they played last Monday and they won. I think they continue to win on Monday nights. I do see it actually being a somewhat close game. I think Austin Eckler goes to back to his pre-injury form. Helping them win 
to 14. Uh, yeah, I was debating this game. I was thinking going to Jets, but after seeing their performance last week against the Giants, I don't see them winning. Um, I'm going to take the Chargers in this one. I just think Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen, they've been having great seasons so far. Um, the Chargers defense is all right. Same with the Jets defense is all right. Um, so I think the Chargers offense will be a little too much compared to the Jets offense. I'm going to take the Chargers 21 to 10. All right. Um, I think that'll about do it for this week's NFL picks. Uh, week nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's head to the outro. Thank you for tuning in to season two, episode seven of the Running Bases Pod. Special thanks to special guest Ethan Frienda for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And we will see you next time. Thank you.